Welcome to the True To You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful and creative small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you truly love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Okay, so I would be such a wealthy woman if I was paid every time I spoke to a small business owner, which is quite a a lot of small business owners these days. And they told me that when they started their business, they did not expect how lonely it would be for them at times. Not always lonely, but if I was paid every time they said, wow, I didn't expect that this would be quite isolating or that I'd be on my own so much. And the funny thing is, you know, with the word community and this idea of building communities, it's really become a trendy topic. It's a buzzword in marketing. And I think in the last 10 years, this is probably due to the rise of social media, blogging, gaming, and discussion platforms like Reddit, which I really don't have any idea about, but there's a whole world of communities out there that we could be a part of. And yet it's so funny because, as I said, this is no way a new concept, even though it's become such a thing, especially for small business. I'm talking about mom and pop businesses, brick and mortar stores, or the more fancy solopreneur, if that's you. Whatever title you like to give yourself, community has always been essential for small business. And in today's episode, number 79, I'm going to share with you two reasons why community is one strategy that you can use to build authority and a solid reputation. I wanted to go a little bit deeper than this concept of, well, how do I build a community online? No, let's start with why it's important for you to build a community online, if that's what you're choosing to do, and what this actually gives you as a small business owner. So for a brick and mortar store or a service-based business, the strength of your community is usually directly correlated to having a thriving business. If you have a strong community, chances are your business is thriving as well. And as we all know, word of mouth is the most cost-effective marketing strategy going around, but you need a community for word to spread. Word of mouth, it seems like the most basic, cheap marketing strategy going around, right? But let me ask you this. What do you think it takes for word of mouth to become a cost-effective strategy for you? I'm betting it's having key relationships. It's about having strong connections. And a community probably has something to do with it. 
With the rise of online marketing, social media, and online-only businesses, the idea of community has shifted somewhat. As I said earlier, it's also become a really popular strategy. It's become a real marketing concept. And interestingly, we now see small businesses leaping on this idea of building community. I have to build a community. I'm going to start a community or having an audience as a key marketing strategy. And don't worry, this episode is not suggesting that every single person that listens to this needs to run out and start building their own community today. Instead, I want this episode to serve as a reminder to you of the importance, first and foremost, the importance of having like-minded folks around you because this is a key mental health strategy Remember how rich I said I would be because I hear so often that small business can be lonely. And well, this is why, this is why community and when you're driving every aspect of your business on your own, when you're driving the ship, you need support whether you think you do or not. So even if you think about having community around you as your mental health strategy as a business owner and not even talking about word of mouth or marketing or anything like that, if you take that away from this episode, I want you to think a lot about that and think about ways that you can start to reach out to people and connect. If I'm completely honest, if you asked me eight years ago when I started my blog, yes, I I did have a blog back in the day. If I wanted to build a community, I would have said, sure, I do. Sure, I want to have a community linked to this blog. But deep down, I felt like that was a really scary and overwhelming idea. Like, where was I going to start? Who would come? Who would even be interested in what I have to say, but I'm not a total extrovert all the time. So if I'm not loud and in their face and all fun and whatever personality I thought I had to have <laughs> to build a community, will people even pay attention to me if I'm not there in their face? And these thoughts filled my brain all the time, but I'm really thankful because they didn't scare me off completely. And of course, if some of you know my story, I threw myself in the deep end when it comes to community by working for Lululemon for nearly five years. They're a billion dollar company whose core marketing strategy is based around building community. And so, of course, when you work for the company, you have no choice but to go along for the ride and be part of this community building strategy. For us at Lululemon, community is really built at a store level. There's lots of mini communities going around all over the world linked into each and every store. And this included for us the creation of in-person events. And as store leaders, which I was at the time, we did it old school. We had no online presence to build our community. We weren't using a an Instagram strategy, hoping that people would come in. We had obviously a presence at a company-wide level, but nothing at a store level. And we had really minimal budgets. Our marketing budget was really small at a store level. 
But we did things like workouts in car parks where we cleared out the car park behind the store and we had a massive workout. One Saturday, we launched a line of new fabrics in a yoga studio. And it was also when I was working for Lululemon that I was invited to host my first ever workshop, which was back when I had a blog. And when I look back now, I realize how remarkable and how successful this strategy was for them. Quick side note, before I continue with the episode, I went through all of the last 78 podcast episodes that we've had on the True To You podcast and found you the episodes where we talk about community building, whether the whole episode is around community building or that's an aspect of the person's strategy that I have interviewed and I've found five awesome episodes which I've listed at the bottom of this in the show notes so you can go and listen to those and get into this a little bit deeper and these women have all built communities themselves they've led the communities either online or some of them have done the in-person networking route so there's a bit of variety there for you to get your head around and start to learn how some of these women initiated the idea of building the community and then what that actually took okay Why have I invested so much time over the past 78 episodes? If I've already got five episodes talking a lot about community, why am I so passionate about this for small business? Well, there's a couple of things about building communities that we don't often talk about. And there are two really awesome reasons that if you're thinking about building a community or being part of a community, because you can still do these things without having to lead it. But as a small business, you can benefit really powerfully from showing up in your community because number one, you learn to organize, organize events, organize catch-ups, whatever it might be. And secondly, you learn to lead people. And these two skills will almost certainly have you stand out in your industry. They'll help you build reputation and create authority. Now, don't freak out. Like I said, you don't have to become the next business chicks or create and cultivate conferences. We don't have to do it on that scale. It can be really, really small. So what does it look like to organize and lead at the most simple level? Well, the first place you could start is your industry peer group or finding aligned businesses. And in this case, The community comes back to that well-being strategy. It provides connection and support to you as the small business owner. You might choose to organize a breakfast or drinks or meet up with one new person every month, one-on-one for a coffee. Whether it be free or whether it be paid, whether you're organizing or not, if you want to lead, You might want to provide additional services for your group, like networking, so they can get to know other business owners. Maybe there's an opportunity to have guest experts, some mentoring or some coaching. And in my case, I have communities because I want to be able to mentor and lead more small businesses. So having communities really, really makes sense. 
you don't have to mentor or coach. You might simply have people in the group that that have that type of business. And so that's a way of providing that. Beyond the bonus of referrals, because obviously if we get together and we chat about our businesses, it creates an opportunity for referrals. But beyond that, being part of a community helps you to get out of the four walls of your office or of your spare bedroom, widen your vision and you might get some collaborative opportunities out of it as well, which I think is a really, really underrated opportunity and a really great marketing strategy as well. And from a marketing perspective, if you choose to lead a group of people or a community in this case, it's a great way to engage with current or future customers or clients, especially if the people that make up your community are your potential customers and clients. When it comes to social media platforms, building a community is actually about going much deeper. We don't just have a social media platform and then we have a community. It's about building relationships with them beyond just content. Okay. So oftentimes we think, oh, I've got a community on social media. But what does that actually look like? Are you engaging with them on a deeper level or are you just putting content out there? I recently read this awesome book. If you're interested in this idea of story, Donald Miller has a great book called Building a Story Brand where he talks about incorporating story into your branding and marketing strategy. And I've come to realize that If you are leading the community, your job as the leader is to shine a light on the heroes in your community. This, obviously, if you want to do this and community building as a strategy as a whole takes time and it takes commitment to consistently shine a light on people and beyond building content for your community, which is why I know we often think social media has got to be an easy place to to do it but remembering that there's got to be some consistency there and it's not as easy as you think in my experience trust building trust takes time so it pays to have a strategy around it and it pays to know how much time you want to allocate to this community building process However, what I do love about having a community aspect to your business, if your business lends itself to creating a community around the service that you provide, I'm speaking about this from a purely intentional perspective, not you have a community because you have a product and people follow follow you, so that's your community. It's really cool because having a community, whether it be online or meeting up in person, becomes this opportunity to go deeper on areas related to your product or service and an opportunity for you as the business owner to lead really important conversations. That's this leadership piece that builds authority and builds trust with those people that you want to work with or other aligned businesses as well. And, you know, I think 
not to use this phrase, which is very overused, but I'm going to use it anyway. Now more than ever, (laughs) people want to belong. We want to belong to something. We've realized that it's really important to us because some of that, some of the ways I guess that we have belonged to things have been temporarily halted or they've been taken away in the past year. So this concept of belonging is really important to us. And as business owners or as the customers of your product or service, belonging to something adds stability to our life. And whether your community is local or online, or if it is online, it's probably global, which means you can connect globally and there's opportunities for scale and connecting people all around the world on a shared vision, shared topics, shared values. So beyond the potential for sales, which if you're a business that has a community attached to your product or service, communities provide additional benefits like being this place for feedback around your product or service, a place to host live events and workshops or a way of taking your online business offline so your customers and clients can meet in real life. And having run about a half a dozen retreats in the last four years, a lot of them have been collaborations with my husband, John, Offline events provide this level of connection that is hard to replicate across a screen on a Zoom call. So in saying that, I think if you can create these opportunities, if it's open to you to be able to connect in person, realize how much deeper that level of connection is going to be and it's going to be really special and really important to those people. Of any of the above ideas that I've given you today, deepening this sense of belonging and ultimately trust, so a feeling like you belong means that you're going to trust someone, that gives you a business a level of longevity. It's it means that we don't think that you're here for the short term or it's not something that we're in and out experienced it once but this idea of of creating connection which builds trust gives your business longevity so if you want to be here for a while consider how much building a community is going to add to that or at least building those connections around you of aligned businesses and fostering those uh it builds trust between the business owners as well. And that's what leads to those word of mouth referrals, which we all love. So we've noticed dramatically in the last year that some people out of choice have moved online, but there's also been a necessity for us to move parts or all of our businesses online. And we can't forget the fact that Whilst there's so many opportunities online, and that might be the first place that a lot of people go to, because as I said, social media is readily available and there's a lot of people on social media. So it's it, it's easy for you to access your community. You've got to remember that for a long time, businesses thrived and 
grew, in fact, for decades, if not probably centuries, without the internet. And many people would attribute their growth to the fact that they were able to build a well-connected community. Think about the mom and pop store or your corner store or your local butcher or your local pharmacy that everybody had local shops, right? And that's where we always used to go growing up. I remember sometimes the first ever big adventure that I would go on with my sister without my parents would be going down to the corner sh- sh- corner store to get a 20 cent or a 50 cent mixture, which is probably worth $2 or $4 these days because of inflation. But remember how everyone knew our local shopkeepers and knew the local businesses. We didn't travel all over town to go to have a coffee or to go to our hairdressers. And so we can actually bring it really back to the basics when it comes back to building community and remember how starting local is actually really cool. And I have seen this in other businesses that I've been part of, especially Lululemon, even though they are a global community, they rely so heavily on their local communities as well. Okay, so if you like this episode, I would love for you to flick me a DM on Instagram or you can send me an email, hello at rubymarsh.com with any questions you might have. If this has opened the doorway to new possibilities for you, if you're looking for communities to be a part of and you want some ideas around that, or if you're looking to start your own community, I haven't gone deep today into how to set up a community online, what platforms are available. And certainly if you want me to do that, I could go into that in another episode. I wanted this episode to focus primarily on the opportunity for you as a business owner and also remembering what it takes to build a community what we want to think about when we're building a community. So more of that vision aspect of what you might be looking for and creating your why around building a community, but also remembering how important it is for you as a business owner to tap into communities, to build connections with other great businesses around you, because no matter where you live, I'm sure there's incredible women and men in your community that are also looking for other small businesses to connect with. So if you liked this episode and you want to go deeper, let me know because I can do a more of a how-to podcast episode if you like. So flick me a DM on Instagram or send me an email, hello at rubymarsh.com. And as I said earlier in the episode, scroll down to the show notes and visit some of those episodes that I've listed below because I guarantee you're going to learn a ton about community building. There's women on there that have built in-person communities related to their yoga businesses, designers that have decided they want to meet other creative women, so have started their own communities around networking and events, There's a woman on there 
Grace, who a lot of people know because I've had a lot of her community on this podcast and she built her community on Facebook without any website. They started as in-person events and then last year they went to a Facebook community with weekly Zoom calls and I think she's got around 500 people in her community and she often has hundreds turn up to her weekly fill up your cup and you can join that community. I'm in that community and there's some great women-led businesses that she has on there. It's all around designing uh, or all around supporting you as the business owner. So there's lots of opportunities to hear from other amazing women doing things. Okay, I'm going to leave it for there. Leave it there for now. <laughs> because I'm getting tongue-tied. So that means that I'm getting to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to reach out. If you love this, be sure to share this episode on the gram or on Facebook or wherever you love to hang out. Share it with a friend. If you feel like you need to connect with some other awesome business owners, maybe this episode is your catalyst to do that. Alrighty, have an amazing week and bye for now.